0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A Penn State wide receiver has a chance to play professional baseball. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more in today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten, Ben Stevens, and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Make sure you're following the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. My name is Kevin McGuire. I am the host here of Locked On Nittany Lions, your Penn State podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. And of course, we are available on every podcasting platform out there, including that awesome Odyssey app. You can also check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're following on your preferred podcasting app. And don't forget to leave those five-star ratings and reviews. really helps us continue to grow this podcast moving forward. And lots of exciting things happening here with Penn State, Penn State football going into the 2021 season. Lots of preview content on the way. So you do want to make sure that you are following and you never miss a single episode. And of course, you can also stay socially connected with us on our social media accounts. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitch, all using the same username of LockedOnNittany. I do have a couple of thoughts I want to continue expanding on regarding Penn State's Class of 2022. And we are approaching Conference Media Days, so just kind of getting a little bit of a look ahead to what to, to expect out of some of these different conferences as we're ushering in a brand new era for college athletes with NIL and all that good stuff. But I do want to start today's episode by taking a look at one of the Class of 2021 prospects that now is facing a pretty big decision regarding what he's going to do next. Is he going to play Penn State football? Is he going to go professional in baseball? That is the decision that is now in the hands of a wide receiver or athlete Lonnie White Jr., a incoming four-star wide receiver prospect for Penn State's class of 2021 uh, from Malvern Prep in Pennsylvania. Uh, he's also a very big baseball prospect as evidenced by being selected by the pittsburgh pirates on monday with one of their comp picks uh right after round two of the major league baseball draft that started on sunday with the first round continued on monday with rounds two through seventeen thousand, whatever it is uh but he was expected to go maybe as high as the second round and he, he was pretty darn close to that so he's basically a second round pick as far as i'm concerned but lonnie white jr now is going to be faced with making a decision of whether or not he's going to follow through on his commitment to Penn State football or if it is now time to just turn all your focus on professional baseball and I'm going to sit here and tell you right now I would obviously love to see what he was able to do as a Penn State football talent uh, given his speed and some of his athleticism and some of the things he was potentially going to bring to the table as a wide receiver for Penn State's offense a unit which has been in a little bit of a need of a little bit more wide receiver depth uh certainly very good with Jahad dotson and i think that there's actually some promise for what the wide receivers can do this upcoming fall but a four-star wide receiver uh they don't come all around too often and it seems as though when penn state does get their hands on them sometimes they lose them <laughs> for one reason or another and this could very well potentially be another one obviously not to a transfer but uh to a great opportunity To follow through on a dream of playing professional baseball and to do so in an organization that, let's be honest, the Pittsburgh Pirates have not had a whole lot of success, but there is a bright future no matter where you are uh, drafted. If you're going with the 64th or 65th, whatever the overall pick was, I think it was 64. Uh, there's a lot of talent and potential there to be explored. And it's going to probably come down to how much money the Pirates can offer on this contract. I don't have any of the details as of the time I'm recording this podcast right now. But I would imagine no matter what that sum of money is, it's going to be hard to pass up on as far as the signing bonus is concerned. And you know, let's face it, you know, Lonnie White Jr., very highly rated as a baseball prospect. So I don't know what to say. I I do think that, you know, baseball money can be difficult to pass up on Uh, baseball opportunities are I don't know if they're necessarily easier to take advantage of, but maybe there's more opportunities to break in. And I think given the, uh, the scouting profiles that he has as a baseball prospect certainly indicate that he's got a future in professional baseball. Obviously, this would be a blow to Penn State and the class of 2021, a class that was already pretty small, as we have discussed many times before on this podcast. Uh, so, you know, losing one of your talented players from a very small select class certainly is a little bit of a ding to what you have. But you know, obviously, uh, the class of 2021 may not have rated very highly as far as the national rankings are concerned. But there was some good quality in there, and obviously, when you have a smaller class, you're not going to rank as highly. In some of those recruiting rankings for that reason but losing a four-star wide receiver out of a already small recruiting class certainly would be tough to swallow if you're james franklin and the entire penn state coaching staff but at the same time you obviously wish this kid all the best of luck moving forward and it's not entirely uh impossible that he's going to decide to play football at penn state i don't know how the pirates feel about it i would imagine that the Pirates would probably prefer that he focus all of his energy on baseball. We've seen that before time and time again uh, with baseball teams selecting players that have played multiple sports, uh, including football and baseball. Uh, so this is certainly not a unique situation. Uh, you know, It's a little bit unique for Penn State because it doesn't happen all that often. But this is going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. I tend to think that Lonnie White Jr. should probably go ahead and, and pursue that baseball money, pursue that baseball career, and see what he can do on the baseball diamond. I think when you get that signing bonus thrown into your lap, it's very difficult to pass up on. I would take full advantage of it if I were him. But I don't know what his decision is going to be. I don't know where his line of thinking is. Uh, but again, where the Pirates draft him, that's tough to pass up on. I think for anyone uh, young and uh, coming up uh, out of high school, that's a very... That's a very tough situation to be in. I think it's probably a pretty easy decision, at least least if I were in his shoes. But I don't know what he's going to decide. Maybe he will decide that he wants to play football and, and kind of continue to develop in that front. But we'll have to just wait and see right now. If I'm Lenny White Jr., I'm probably going into the Pirates organization as soon as I possibly can and getting started on that. But hey, if he ends up playing wide receiver at Penn State... I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do, but we'll just wait to his decision. I don't know what the timeline is going to be for that, but when he does make a decision, we'll be sure to react to it right here on the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast. I am by no means an expert chef, but what I do know is that you wanna have the best possible knives in your arsenal for when you're preparing your meals. And Made In comes to the rescue by producing professional quality cookware and knives for those who love to cook. And even if you don't love to cook, Made In is gonna make your life so much easier with knives that actually cut easily and in a variety of ways with just one knife. Made-in sources the finest materials, and they partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. Made-in products are made to last, and they offer a lifetime guarantee. How can you go wrong with that? Right now, Made-in is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with the promo code LOCKEDON. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made-in products. Trust me, you can go and search for whatever deals you want. Not going to find a better deal than this one right now. So go to maidencookware.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for 15% off your first order. That's madeincookware.com com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at kabotaorangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's kabotaorangedays.com. If you're not following us on Twitter right now, is a great time to go ahead and take care of that. Just go into your Twitter app and search for Locked On LockedOnNitMe.com. Give us a follow and then send us a tweet. Say hi. Let us know you're following us, how you found us. That'd be great. We want to interact with you guys as much as possible. And Twitter is a fantastic outlet for doing so. So last week on the podcast, we kind of recapped some of the latest recruiting buzz from over the weekend and the big uh, commitment of Nicholas Singleton running back out of Reading and took a look at where Penn State was on the national rankings. Now, at the time I recorded that podcast, I was talking about how Penn State had climbed up to number three in the national rankings, and I got to admit, I didn't think there was much of a chance that Penn State was going to make up a whole lot of ground uh, from there. Obviously, Ohio State was a clear number one on the recruiting rankings, and Notre Dame was a solid number two, but Penn State did seem to be closing the gap. So, obviously shortly after i posted that podcast i got another chance to take a look at the updated recruiting rankings from 24 7 sports and wouldn't you know my analysis that penn state probably wasn't going to climb higher than three was proven wrong very quickly penn state actually moved up to number two in the team rankings at one point last week they're actually still number two on the 24 7 composite team rankings for the class of 2022 as i'm recording this right now if you take a look at the latest recruiting rankings uh ohio state is still number one there's no question about that and there's still a very sizable gap between number one ohio state and number two penn state and this isn't just big 10 rankings folks these are national recruiting rankings that's where penn state is right now with the number two class in the country obviously a lot could still potentially change between now and signing day Some traditional recruiting powerhouses are starting to move up in the recruiting rankings just a little bit. Uh, Look no further than number three team on the national rankings right now, which is LSU. Uh, LSU with three five-star players has closed the gap significantly with Penn State with some of their latest recruiting buzz. Uh, Penn State is still roughly three and a half points ahead of where LSU is, the way that 24-7 sports uh, puts together their composite rankings i'm not exactly sure what the math is behind this but just so you have an idea ohio state at number one has 286.75 recruiting points again i don't know how they calculate it but that's where ohio state is penn state has 243 so there's about 43 point differential between number one and number two only about a three and a half point differential between penn state at number two and lsu at number three and then right behind lsu is actually notre dame uh LSU and Notre Dame swapped recently in the last few days and Notre Dame is at 240. So uh, Penn State's got three and a half points ahead of LSU uh, for number two, uh, a little bit more than three and a half over number four Notre Dame. And then you got Oklahoma sitting there at number five. They've got 229 points. So Uh, Oklahoma still has a lot of room, I believe, in their recruiting class, so they can certainly skyrocket up pretty quickly, especially if Oklahoma has a successful uh, college football season. And Oklahoma is one of those teams that will probably get a signee or two on actual National Signing Day, so their ranking could fluctuate very quickly in a positive way. Uh, Florida State was at number three at one point recently in the last couple of weeks uh, before some of these other teams started moving ahead of them. Uh, Florida State down at number six. Texas at number seven. Oregon at number eight. Number nine has the Georgia Bulldogs, another recruiting powerhouse that will probably benefit from some signing day decisions. Uh, But right now they're still at number nine, which is still a really good class with 11 commits on the board. And then Michigan's coming in at number 10, at least for right now. Again, Michigan only has... They've got 15 commits, but they only have five four-star players, one five-star player. (laughs) That's the one thing that Penn State is actually lacking. For as good of a recruiting class they have with 10 four-star players, they have zero five-star players. So to have the number two class with zero five-star players suggests to me that Penn State's probably not going to end up with the number two recruiting class. I think some of these other recruiting powers will eventually nudge ahead of Penn State. Again, they're already pretty close to a school like LSU with three five-star players Uh, in Oklahoma and Notre Dame. They're probably going to get another five-star player or two between now and signing day. And then there's Alabama, which is still sitting down there at number 11 with 10 commits on the board. You know Alabama's going to skyrocket up these recruiting rankings once they get a few more big-name players on the board because that's just what Alabama does. So I'm looking at these recruiting rankings, and I'm thinking, you know what? Penn State's still in a really good spot. Penn State nationally still has a very solid recruiting class at its foundation here for 2022. Still remains to be seen. If everybody stays committed to Penn State, I, you know, this is a recruiting class that's got two quarterbacks in the class. Odds are one of them could potentially leave, and that would probably be Bo Peribula, uh, who is the, the lower-ranked uh, prospect of the two that are in this recruiting class. But again, that's just speculation. That It's not me saying one way or the other that this is going to happen. I don't really have any insight on what these kids are thinking. Just based on what we have seen in recruiting classes in the past, you know, recruiting classes that have one quarterback and then eventually sign another quarterback or get a commitment from another quarterback, one of those guys probably ends up changing his mind. I don't know what the percentage of time is, but there is a percentage of time that that's going to happen. So not saying that's going to happen with Penn State. But even if they do lose a commitment or two, Penn State's still in a really good spot as far as this recruiting class is concerned. And that's why I go back to what I said last week on the podcast. You look at that class of 2021, which, again, could very well be losing a four-star player from that recruiting class with uh, Lonnie White's uh, decision on whether or not he's going to go full baseball or continue with football. But that class of 2021 was going to be small. Uh, just the way that the scholarship numbers worked out the way that uh the, the 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 roster is set the class of 2021 was supposed to be a small class with a big push here for 2022 and then again you know getting a jump on 2023 is always helpful as well Haven't even looked at the class of 2023 just yet but this is a very good recruiting class that penn state has been putting together and it doesn't really show too many signs of slowing down i don't know how much more is actually going to be done. Obviously, there's still a couple of spots that could still be filled here. And I would love to see if Penn State can make a push for the number one player in the state of Pennsylvania, which probably is not going to happen, but it would be pretty fun to see if, if Penn State can come into the uh, into the picture here. Uh, but I do think that all things considered, Penn State has put together what is looking like it's going to be the best class that James Franklin has been able to sign so will they make a push for Anai white the edge rusher number one recruit in the state of pennsylvania you're talking about the number one recruit in pennsylvania the number two edge rusher in the country and if you look at his recruiting profile it doesn't look like penn state's on the radar but again this is a kid out of philadelphia you know that penn state would love to be making a push for him at some point but if you look at the 24 7 sports uh, recruiting profile He already has the schools that are listed as warm, according to the recruiting experts out there, and that would be Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Clemson, and Ohio State. Penn State falls under the cool category with a lot of other schools, so it does look like uh, Penn State is not really going to be in the running here, unless they can make a late push here. I I don't know where uh, Penn State is going to fall into the conversation. It may be too late at this point. Uh Ine white may just be looking at those five schools. That I just mentioned traditional recruiting powers. Like I was kind of alluding to uh, Alabama certainly would be skyrocketing up if they managed to get him. And uh, you know, Penn State has a pretty solid uh, record with developing defensive linemen, but you know what? So does Alabama. So does Ohio state uh, Georgia and Florida and-, and Clemson could all make a similar case for some of the players that they've been able to develop on defensive lines. So, Wherever Ine White decides to end up going, he's going to be uh, going into a pretty good situation. I would love to see it happen at Penn State, but it does not look like that's going to be the case. So if you are hoping that Penn State makes a surprise push for Ine White, the top recruit in the state of Pennsylvania, I'm saying right now, I seriously doubt that you're going to be very happy <laughs> with how that turns out. I think that is wishful thinking, but I do think that all things considered, Penn State has a very solid recruiting class for 2022 and good news is i don't think any of these players are going to be drafted by the pittsburgh pirates a year from now so hey we got that going for you as well you know what else is going for you built bars that's right they're the protein bars that taste just like chocolate bars and right now they've got a brand new flavor on the market that you seriously have to sink your teeth into it is the grasshopper cookie it's available this week it's the brand new flavor from built bar the grasshopper cookie what does it taste like well it doesn't taste like grasshoppers it's a built bar version of the classic thin mint cookie all the flavor without all the sugar 150 calories 17 grams of protein only five grams of sugar i had one yesterday on my lunch break and it was phenomenal I'm telling you, this is one of the best new flavors that Built Bars put out there, and they already have a tremendous assortment of flavors to choose from, including one of my personal favorites, the orange, but they also have cookies and cream, German chocolate. Look, you can hear me go on and on about these, but you got to check them out for yourself. So go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to save 15% off your next order. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. all right so you're already following us on twitter at locked on nittany but are you liking us on facebook yet well now's a great time to do that as well go to facebook.com slash locked on and give us a like and join the fun in our growing facebook community as well Okay, so we already know that Penn State has a lot to look forward to for the upcoming season, but you know what? We're going to go in a little bit more into full-blown preseason mode around the college football world because college football conference media days are on the way. I believe they all start up next week. You got the ACC, the Big 12, the SEC is right on around the deck with their week-long extravaganza. And we're going to start to hear some talking points. We're going to start to hear some interesting conversations and maybe some not so interesting conversations, but you're going to get some of the forced discussions about where college football is heading right now. And I'm sure one of the big topics of conversation, well, two two big topics of conversation around all these different conference media days, including the Big Ten coming up in Chicago, is going to be centered on the new name, image, and likeness uh, rights that are out there or opportunities that are out there for all college athletes and how that's potentially going to change the game. The other big conversation is probably going to be the expansion of the college football playoff. So we already know that coaches, players, they're going to have a wide range of opinions, but you're not going to get a whole lot of great sound bites out of this, but it's going to be a forced conversation. So I'm just bracing you for that. After watching so many media days over the years, being a part of a number of media days over the years, I haven't done a Big Ten media day, but I have done the ACC, the Big East, um, the American Athletic Conference as it is now. I've done a, I've done a number of those over the years. And so I've got a good feel for how this all goes down. And of course, I've watched a lot of the SEC media days. I've uh, watched all the coverage of Big 10 and Big 12 media days over the years. So I feel pretty comfortable discussing conference media days. And I feel pretty confident in suggesting that you're not going to get a lot of great sound bites out of a lot of people that are going to step up to the microphones because every coach is going to say that there's a lot to like about this team this upcoming season they're going to point point out a couple of players that are doing some really good things they're going to compete really hard they're looking forward to the opportunity and uh, it's going to be a challenge because they play in the best conference in america you're going to get that from every coach in every conference. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of nauseating to a certain degree. There are a few coaches that are going to have some interesting sound bites, probably more often than not. Dan Mullen of Florida always seems to be a little bit more energetic. Uh, but obviously, when you get to the Big Ten, and certainly we'll, we'll spend some time talking about Big Ten media days uh, when it gets a little bit closer. But obviously, you got a new head coach in Brett Bielma at Illinois. It's going to be interesting to see him coming back to the Big Ten. And obviously, James Franklin is going to be, uh, one of the coaches that's in the spotlight, but you also have the Jim Harbaugh conversation. Ryan Day at Ohio State has another national title contender, potentially, in Columbus. And I th- again, we'll talk a little bit more about Big Ten Media Day and what to expect out of Penn State, but I think one of the things to keep an eye on during the ACC Media Days is what is brought up about a potential series with Penn State and Pitt. I feel as though, maybe not every year, but I feel like this conversation comes up Every so often, would you like to see the rivalry with Penn State and Pitt continue? And you're going to get some choice quotes from Pat Narduzzi, maybe Heather like the athletics director over at Pitt. And then uh, you know, Penn State will get a chance to respond as well. And uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. I'm, ju- I'm going to be very curious to see how that all plays out. But yeah, the, the conference media days are pretty much upon us. So we're going to have a lot of fun kind of keeping an eye on some of the stuff that comes out of the other conferences, just kind of see where the, the national conversation is going as we get into Big Ten Media Days. But if you have any questions and if you have anything you would like us to discuss or preview leading up to Big Ten Media Days, now would be a great time to just reach out to us. Let us know what you want to know about Penn State. What you, let us know what you want to hear us talk about on the podcast. Starting next week, we're actually going to start moving in back to our daily routine. So stay tuned for that. We are going to be having a lot more content coming your way right here on this podcast feed. There are some interesting things happening with the Locked On Big Time podcast that I cannot wait to share with you as well. And, of course, you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast, where host Peter Brukowski updates you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of all of our local experts across the Locked On podcast network. So, in addition to making sure you're following Locked On Nittany Lines and Locked On Big Ten and Locked On Bets on the Odyssey app, you want to make sure you're following the Locked On Today podcast. It's a great way to start your day, making it a part of your daily listening routine on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. One last time, we are also available on all the other podcasting platforms as well, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, whatever you use to listen to podcasts. Make sure you check out Locked On Nittany Lines. Make sure you check out Locked On Today, Locked On Big Ten, Locked On Bets, all the great content across the Locked On Podcast Network. And, of course, leave those five-star ratings and reviews where you can to help support us and help us grow. That's the best way to help us reach new listeners and make them a part of our growing family and community here, of Penn State football fans, uh, right here on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and check us out on Instagram and Twitch, all using the username of Locked On Nittany. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter, at Kevin on CFP. And don't forget to check out NittanyLionsWire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group for continuing Penn State coverage and discussion. That's all for me today. Have a great day, everybody. We'll come back and do it again very soon. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need